What's up, guys? Episode 16 of the Big Ben Strongcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, accessory work and what to choose if you are a weightlifter. So, uh, a bunch of different opinions on what types of accessory work you should be doing. Uh, at Big Ben, we focus on three main types. We're going to focus on trunk work, we're going to focus on upper body work, and lower body work. All right, so outside of the big lifts, the snatch, the clean and jerk, the squat, the pull, um, the accessory work that we're going to be doing should be aiding and assisting in making sure that one, we can snatch and clean and jerk more, and also we can uh, make sure that our body is healthy and is able to compete in the sport for a long time. The weightlifter who wins is going to be the one who can stay in it the longest. If you're always getting hurt, you will not stay in the sport for very long. And therefore, you know, will not win. So, um, upper body work, things that we're looking at, uh, we need to see a whole lot of lats, a whole lot of back. That's really the main focus of any upper body that work that we're going to be doing, along with some triceps, which will assist with uh, our lockout strength. So, uh, as far as upper body work goes, we're going to be choosing some variation of a row whether that be a pen lay row if we need to go heavy or dumbbell rows if we need to make sure that we are staying strong from left to right. All right, so a lot of the times um, athletes will come in and they'll have, you know, just a slight strength and balance from left to right. So we want to make sure that we are not aiding that method that we are working on fixing that with our training. And so dumbbell rows are a great way to do that. Uh, the next exercise the penlay row that we would focus on would be more so if you know very specifically in the clean or in the snatch the athlete has a hard time keeping their lats packed down and back the whole time on their pull so this is a very specific exercise to the clean in particular that we would do to help make sure that they have the strength to keep those lats tight throughout the entire pull and then the last upper body exercise that we're really going to spend some time focusing on would be either, uh, oh, uh, we got two more really. Um, so chest work. One of the big, one of the big things that most weightlifters tend to lose focus on uh, is any isolation work of the chest. And, you know, people say that it's because it makes their shoulders tight, but we definitely believe that if you neglect training chest for a long period of time, then you are losing out on one of the major supporting muscles in the overhead position for the snatch and for the jerk. And so uh, things like chest flies, things like dumbbell bench press from different angles, really a big fan of the decline dumbbell bench press, um, really hits the lower pec. And then any sort of isometric chest contraction. We use a tool called the pec stick or a power twister. You may remember Mr. T sponsoring that one. Um, we use that as just a warm up to get the upper body going before we go overhead, uh, most days. So those are the main focuses for the upper body. For the lower body, we are really going to spend a lot of time focusing on glute and hamstring development. As we found that most people's quads are pretty, pretty strong from all the, um, from all the squatting that we do. So hamstring and glutes, the main exercises that we're doing on those, we really just have two big ones is, um, well, three big ones. We have Bulgarian split squats, which are crowd favorite, uh, especially really like doing those with a tempo. 
Um, so Bulgarian split squats where we're going to be holding a weight. We do want to be challenging posture and position. So I really like going front rack dumbbell Bulgarian split squats or goblet style. Um, and then uh, adding in that tempo. So a really great, a really great rep scheme to try out. It's five sets of five with a four second tempo down and a four second tempo up. Now learning how to move slow on the way down is really going to help um, get a good stretch in the hamstring and the glute and then slow on the way up really helps build up some quad strength as well. So if you are lacking there, it will help with that. Uh, the next exercise that we really do for the hamstrings, uh, this one we do in the warm up every single day is banded hamstring curls. If you have a machine, a hamstring curl machine would be great too. Uh, but hamstring curls just seem to really, really pump the hamstring a lot. And we do a whole lot of, of uh, hip extension in our training. So we want to kind of train hamstrings the only other way that we can, which is through knee flexion. Right, and that's the only other way to really get the hamstrings pumped up. And I just found that like athletes who do 100 to 200 hamstring curls before they get into their warmups, they don't tend to have knee issues. So a big fan of working on those. And then the last thing that we really do, and this one I picked up from StrongFit, uh, is a snatch grip deficit RDL. All right, so we go stand on a plate or two plates, uh, bumper plates. And uh, set the bar up for RDLs. We go pretty heavy. Usually we'll work up to something heavy for a set of six. And then we'll do a drop set of 10 and then a drop set of uh, 15. And these just get the hamstrings and the glutes so good. Especially when you're being forced to be completely bent over with your hips as high as they can go. And then the only thing that you're going to use to pull is tucking the hips under while keeping the, the lats tight. You get a really, really strong hinge from that position. All right, so that's the, uh, that's the last exercise that we really try and focus on. Uh, so those are the lower body stuff. For trunk work, we mostly do two, two to three types of things. We, we focus on a lot of uh, carries. Carries are really fantastic for trunk work, and they seem to mimic the sport what we want to do. So our... You know, for us, we're really just going to do abs because we need abs to support us when we're holding weight on the front rack position or back rack position or overhead. And so when we train core, we want to train carries in that same position. So we will do kettlebell front rack carries. We'll do sandbag front rack carries. Uh, sandbag bear hug carries are another really great carry option. And then farmer's carries. All right. And if you really want to get, you know, uh, really want to take a step back away from how much weight you're using, but still get a lot of benefit out of it. A single arm carry is a really great option for that as well. And you get to train some anti-rotation, which weightlifters don't seem to have a lot of in their normal training. So carry is a great way to add in more ab work while making it still specific to your sport. Uh, the next thing that we would do for abs, big fan of these, uh, learn these from Penlay, uh, Glenn Penlay, was... Um, weighted back or weighted hip extensions. Uh, so on a GHD, or if you don't have a GHD, you can do them like, you know, you see videos of the Chinese weightlifters doing this at training hall, but just laying their hips on a bench, have a partner hold their legs down, and then they're just going to flex and extend at the hip, uh, really get a whole lot of lower back contraction. 
and we like to go heavy on these. So, you know, when I was, when I would train at the Penley camps, we would load up sets of 10 with a barbell on our back. And the heaviest I ever saw a person do was 155 or 70 kilos for a set of 10. And that guy also conveniently had a 500 pound squat for five. So, you know, I'm not saying it makes you strong, but it, you know, the two tend to go together pretty well. So we got those carries, we got those hip extensions. Um, the hip extensions, honestly, you could do two to three times a week, three sets of 10 of those, five sets of 10. Doesn't matter too much, just as long as you're getting a lower back pump. Really is a good, really is a great exercise for that. Uh, and then the last thing that we would do is any type of, uh, any type of crunching style movement. So it's not actually uh, performing reps of it, but doing an isometric hold like a hollow body hold. It's really great for those. Uh, so hollow body holds, I just really like doing these a lot because in weightlifting training, everybody tends to be in that flexed, uh, I'm sorry, in that extended lower back position. We want to train core to kind of go the opposite of that just because we don't need to overtrain the position that we're doing all the time. And we believe that anything that, you know, anything that we're overdoing in our training with our accessory work, we should be uh, kind of doing the opposite of that just to make sure that we are staying balanced. All right, so hollow body holds, the last really great one. Um, you can do these weighted as well. You can try adding in Russian twists with them. But anything that's really just going to force us to keep our abs contracted, dead bugs is another good example of this. Keep our abs contracted and try and hold position for a long period of time. You'll find that a lot of really strong athletes can't hold a hollow body hold for a minute. You know, and so we want to try and make sure that we are keeping our training, you know, balanced. And if you are somebody who can clean a jerk 225, you should be able to do a hollow body hold. For a minute and if you can't then you might have some weaknesses going on that are going to stop you down the road so you guys that's basically it that's how we um that's how we pick which accessory movements we're going to do for weightlifting and uh which ones we go with and why so for again upper body that is uh dumbbell rows pendley rows uh tricep extensions and chest work so decline dumbbell bench press, chest flies, chest uh, chest presses on a machine if you got one. I think it's really going to get a pump there. For lower body, that's Bulgarian split squats, that's hamstring curls, and that's snatch grip deficit RDLs. And then for trunk work, heavy focus on carries, and then some focus on uh, hip extensions on the GHD and ab work through uh, hollow body holds. All right, guys, if you have any questions about this or how to program stuff like this, feel free to shoot me a message. We are working on a program right now. Uh, I hate the name of it, but I know it's going to work really well. Uh, we're calling it Ollie building. So it's going to be a two day a week template style program that you can just fit into your normal training that has all the accessory work worked out for you. So you don't have to do the thinking. This is just going to cover the basics of what you should be doing in your normal training. So if you don't feel like you're getting that or you want to add it in, want to supplement it, maybe you just want to get a little bit more jacked, this is going to be a great program for you. All right, guys, we'll catch you later.